0: renegade
1: talk radio you're tuned in to the american journal with your host harrison smith underground tunnel as long as a football field linking Mexico and Arizona. Drug enforcement agents think it was used to smuggle tons of cocaine into the United States. They say it's like nothing
2: they have ever seen before. This type of tunnel is uh, is, is not a an amateur operation. It's a highly sophisticated uh, engineering
3: operation. That took place. In
0: 1989, the Sinaloa drug cartel dug its first drug tunnel between a house in Agua Prieta, Sonora, to a warehouse located in Douglas, Arizona.
1: Is this appear to be an isolated case or perhaps is it uh, part of a, a tunnel network? They're not quite sure about this. They say the investigation is continuing, but they say that they believe that this is in no way a maiden voyage for these people. They must have had quite a bit of financial backing and have been working in drug smuggling for quite some time.
0: Now, 34 years later, new evidence reveals that the Mexican drug cartels have burrowed their way into the American government. The Sinaloa cartel is like, whoa, 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 whoa.
4: Let me get this right. The Federal Reserve of the United States of America is now in the business of money laundering.
1: Count us in. And so now they are laundering their
5: money through the pot industry of Colorado. One of the many problems in Mexico today is that the cartels have diversified. They've gotten into cargo theft and kidnapping and avocados and limes and real estate and local government. And criminality is always going to exist. And they're in the process of trying to break into the United States economically? Yeah. El Chapo and the Sinaloa became the largest drug trafficking organization in
4: America under the Obama administration.
0: Arizona-based forensic investigator Jacqueline Brager dove down a deep rabbit hole into the sovereign dismantling corruption narrative after appearing in front of the Arizona Legislature's Senate Elections Committee and House Municipal Oversight and Elections Committee.
6: Since 2019, I've been a principal investigator with the Harris-Thaler law firm. We have been investigating multiple multi-state racketeering and corruption. John Harris Thaler is our senior attorney and he is in charge of this investigation. Mr. Thaler has been practicing law for 32 years. His firm specializes in investigating racketeering and corruption for both the public and the private sector and he has participated in some of the largest investigations both in the U.S. and abroad.
0: Breger claimed that while investigating a nationwide racketeering epidemic involving the Sinaloa drug cartel, their team accidentally discovered election fraud. The web involved a real estate money laundering operation infiltrating all levels of government. Constructed in order to trade influence to the Sinaloa cartel for backdoor money and control over elections and anyone that stood in their way.
6: We concluded that several real estate agents convicted in Iowa had set up laundering systems in Arizona and thereafter had transferred the proceeds of sales to the Panamanian corporations. These documents have definitely evidenced multiple racketeering enterprises, which include narcotic sales, money laundering, tax evasion, payroll theft, bankruptcy fraud, life insurance fraud, auto insurance fraud, bribing of elected and appointed officials, creating and modifying public record, falsifying professional licenses and related credentials, swatting individuals who pose a threat to these enterprises, and last but not least, election fraud. In addition to impacting local elections... Bribes and infiltration were used to affect the outcome of the races during the November 3rd, 2020 election, including the outcome of the race for Maricopa County Recorder and the outcome of the November 8th, 2022 election race for governor, secretary of state and attorney general. I know you all have one burning question. I'm only going to answer it once. No, I am not involved with the Sinaloa cartel. I'm not taking bribes from them, and I'm not laundering their money.
0: These revelations that are just beginning to surface beg the question, how far up the government ladder does this corruption lead? As Attorney General Merrick Garland's testimony on fentanyl and the open border provides no solutions or an end in sight.
4: Share that link, folks. You- video. We'll be right back. It's Monday, March 6th,
1: year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and
4: gentlemen. Welcome to to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. It's Monday, 6th of March. Very glad to be here. Stacked show we have for you today. Alex Stein will be joining us. The Pimp on a Blimp himself will be calling in, uh, Skyping in at around 9 a.m., 10 a.m. We'll be joined by Sovereign Bra, who has made quite an impact with his appearances on the Whatever podcast, where he says very normal and reasonable things, and other normal, reasonable people freak out about it. It's extremely interesting, and I'm very excited to talk to him as well about what sovereignty means these days and how you too can be sovereign from everything it's pretty interesting stuff very excited to talk to both of those gentlemen of course we have lots of videos to show you and just tons of stuff to talk about so let's not waste any time let's get right into it here it is your daily dispatch Here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Monday, the 6th of March, 2023. Gateway Pundit has the story. Fake news. Liberal Daily Beast forced to correct claim that CPAC speaker wants transgender community eradicated but continues to call remarks genocidal. Yes, it was CPAC this weekend. Lots of headlines out of that, but probably the biggest was Michael Knowles uh, giving a speech where he – said, quote, there can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It's all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since the indulgent requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. Or as the Liberal News heard it. We have to kill all the transgenders. (laughs) It's okay. Whoa. All right. Calm down there. Calm down there, bucko. Uh, Yeah, he says we need to eliminate transgenderism, uh, which doesn't mean murder all the transgender people, just like eradicating poverty doesn't mean murder all of the poor people. This should be pretty simple to understand, and I guess we'll get into this a little bit later. We'll spend some time on that figure out exactly what he's talking about and whether it amounts to genocide it's not the only headline we'll see from uh, cpac today but we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it uh, meanwhile site of future safety training center in atlanta under lockdown after massive fire destroys construction site antifa reportedly clashing with police Uh, During the arrest, police uh, recovered bombs, flares, gasoline, and weapons. Additionally, the protesters torched at least two vehicles during their protest at the training center site. Thank God they weren't white supremacists, or we'd have to actually pay attention to the uh, acts of terror that were going on. We'd have to actually care about the uh, violence and destruction and acts of terror uh, if they were white supremacists. They're not, though. They're not. They're leftist terrorists, so whew. We, we dodged a bullet on that one. We don't have to care about it now. We don't have to pay attention to it or care about it or do anything to stop it or even report it if we're the mainstream media. In fact, the way the mainstream media reported it was something like uh, Antifa and police clash at protests. They're very careful to make sure that you know that they're not on either side. They're not on the side of the police protecting themselves or on the side of the terrorists burning, building down and burning buildings down and firebombing cars. And assaulting the police. No, it's sort of just a, It's like apples and oranges. It's like they're both fine. They're both good. They're both beautiful and loving and, and good. Massive, huge plumes of smoke. Massive police response after uh, Antifa protesters face off with police at the site of uh, Atlanta's future public tra- uh, safety training facility. Molotov cocktails were thrown. Uh, construction equipment on fire. As again, uh, the Antifa domestic terrorists just have have a a day of activism, lovely day of activism. I'm sure the city of Atlanta is going to be so much better. It's going to be so much safer once they get rid of police. All the crime that they're experiencing, all the horrific, massive increase in crime that's causing entire suburbs of Atlanta to want to separate themselves politically from the city – So, they can at least get a handle on the, you know, just murderous rampages and and that sort of thing that go on. I'm sure it'll be so much safer once they get rid of the police. Maybe we should do something about this. I'm not a politician, but maybe when you have hordes of black clad communists who, for years on end, are burning buildings and carrying out coordinated attacks on police officers, hey, maybe we should do something about that. I don't know, just spitballing here. Maybe we should um, lock them all up forever. Maybe we should just just systematically raid all of them and uh, throw them away, uh, lock them away and throw away the key. Maybe uh, maybe you can use all of the ridiculous uh, surveillance technology that you have everywhere on all of the phones and in all of the cameras maybe you know exactly who all of these people are and you could just stop them at any time maybe that's what you should do since you're the government I don't know uh, just again I'm just uh, spitballing here uh, maybe we don't have to succumb to the total and absolute programmed collapse But uh, John, or, or we just, or just let them have their way or we can just surrender to them and just be defenseless victims of their criminality forever maybe that's the maybe that's the answer i don't know i'm just you know so again just spitballing here incredible fauci uh this is a story from infowars.com fauci prompted scientists to fabricate proximal origins paper ruling out lab leak this according to the house gop dr anthony fauci who offshored banned uh, banned gain of function research to make bat coronaviruses more transmissible to humans has been accused by congressional investigators of having prompted the fabrication of a paper by a cadre of scientists aimed at disproving the covid lab leak theory on february 1st 2020 fauci and his boss nih director dr francis collins and at least 11 other scientists participated in a conference call during which several of them warned that COVID 19 may have leaked from a lab in Wuhan, China, and it may have been intentionally genetically manipulated. Three days after the call, four participants from the call seemingly discarded their concerns over a lab leak and drafted the proximal origins of SARS CoV 2, which they sent to Fauci and Collins. Also heavily involved, but not credited, was Dr. Jeremy uh, Farrar, the current chief scientist of the World Health Organization. As a related aside, the Washington Examiner revealed last week that two authors of the proximal origin paper also initially expressed concerns over lab leak, then changed their tune and received millions of dollars in NIH grants under Fauci. Now, according to the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, uh, Fauci prompted the creation of the paper, which I know it's you know sort of treating this as if it's something uh, scientific. It's not. It's mass murder. It's mass murder. So this was a murderer uh, fabricating an alibi. Uh, fabricating a evidence that they were innocent. So again, you know, kind of like Antifa, maybe since we know who they all are and what they did, maybe we can punish them for it. I don't know. Again, just um, just a suggestion, just a humble suggestion from a, a regular citizen. Maybe they all deserve the death penalty. Meanwhile, thousands of Belgian farmers joined protests against globalist reset plans in uh, Europe, this in Belgium. Last summer, thousands of Dutch uh, farmers protested new nitrogen rules that will force approximately 30 percent of Dutch cattle farms out of business, according to government estimates. Farming unions contend that the planned cuts place a heavier burden on agriculture than industry. Farmers blocked traffic on the main road in Brussels, causing major traffic disruption and gridlock. Politico reports it's an economic and social catastrophe, said Nel Kempeners, a spokesperson for the Belgian Farmers Association Borenbond, one of the uh, unions that organized the protest. A lot, of, a lot of farms will have to limit the amount of animals they keep or simply close down, as, of course, that is, that is the plan. That is the plan now. There's no um, – There's no plans in place to then create other farms elsewhere. This is just the destruction of the agricultural industry in Europe, completely at odds with the will of the people that live there, but perfectly in line with the orders from the supranational governing organizations, such as the World Economic Forum, who are simply making demands that the national governments then implement, regardless of how the people feel about it. In fact, in the Netherlands, you had a vote in parliament that overwhelmingly failed to pass, and yet they're... Passing this rule anyway because it's not democracy that they're protecting; it's neo-feudalism, and depopulation is the ultimate goal. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, another major revelation when it comes to the COVID scam on the other
5: side. It's it's a doozy, folks. Stay tuned. Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to infowarstor.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in many of you for years and never gone to InfoWarsStore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you Never actually go to infowarstore.com and never experience these great products, and never fund the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show. That's great, and I thank you. But we need funds to operate. Plus, we've got really great products that do amazing things for people, like our CBD oil and our fizzy magnesium and our sleep aid and our nitric oxide and our real Red Pill. Plus, all of these are really great products that keep us on air. Plus, you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench, get in the game, step to the plate, and go to infowarstore.com right now. And get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the Infowar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfowarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality, full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the info War and help us defeat the new order together. Infowarstore.com.
1: Listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
4: All right, welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com. We'll be joined by Alex Stein at 9 a.m. in Sovereign Bra. At 10 a.m., his name's Chase, actually. Very excited to talk to both of them, but we have a lot of uh, news to get to before that. i will sort of continue with the Daily Dispatch here, but we're actually going to focus on uh, some revelations that were made over the weekend about the COVID pandemic in the U.K. Matt Hancock discussed deploying new virus variant to, quote, frighten the pants off everyone. Yeah, literally deploying the new variant to scare everyone. That's it's, what's it's the po- this point of it. That was the, that was the point of it. Uh, Matt, Han- Matt Hancock discussed deploying new virus variants to frighten the pants off everyone. His former health secretary demands immunity on care home deaths during the pandemic. It's just, it's really, really hard to express just what a situation we're in. Just what a conundrum we find ourselves in. People that were in charge of the response used the response not only to create the atmosphere of fear that they could then take advantage of. And I'll show you a video in just a second how they did that. Uh, but also actively carried out policies that destroyed the lives of tens of thousands of people, murdered tens of thousands of people here in America and abroad. See, this was a globalist scheme that they put out uh mr hancock said he wanted to frighten the public into changing their behavior it comes as he told a top law firm he should not be held responsible for failings it follows the text yesterday showing his reaction to his affair being discovered matt hancock told aides he wanted to frighten the pants of everyone to ensure compliance with COVID 19 restrictions leaked messages reveal as it emerges he told top london lawyers he should be immune from persecution prosecution just days before the whatsapp scandal broke in an online q a with Law firm Michon de Rea, Matt Hancock, accused those prosecuting secretaries of state as chasing tabloid headlines. That was just 12 days ago, the Mirror reports. It comes as a new swath of messages from Mr. Hancock's WhatsApp account were revealed today involving discussions over how to scare the public to limit the spread of coronavirus and when to, quote, deploy details of a new strain. The latest set of WhatsApp exchanges show Mr. Hancock and others discussed how to use an announcement about the Kent variant of the virus to scare the public into changing their behavior. The messages among more than 100,000 WhatsApp WhatsApp messages passed to The Telegraph by journalist Isabel Okishat show the Cabinet Secretary Simon Kaye suggested in January 2021 that the, quote, fear factor would be vital in stopping the spread of the virus. The latest set of WhatsApp exchanges show Mr. Hancock and others discuss how to use an announcement about the Kent variant to the virus, uh, of the virus, to scare the public into changing their behavior. The discussion took place in December, just three weeks before the whole of the country was placed back under lockdown rules. In December of 2020, the exchanges show concern that London Mayor Sadiq Khan uh, could follow the example of Mayor of Greater Manchester Andy Burnman, who had clashed with the government over the decision to impose stringent lockdown restrictions on the region. Mr. Hancock's advisor said, rather than doing too much forward signaling, we can roll pitch with the new strain. So again, the decisions being made were not being made on account of what would be safest, what would actually help to treat the virus. It was made specifically engineered to have the biggest psychological impact because all of COVID was a massive psychological operation against the people of the world. ...in order to get them used to and sort of test the boundaries of how far they could push people into a technocratic prison. Pretty incredible stuff. We will frighten the pants out of everyone, uh, off everyone with the new strain, the then health secretary responded. But the complication with that Brexit is taking the top line, he said, in apparent reference to the media coverage of UK's EU exit... Yep, that's what will get proper behavior change, the advisor said. When do we deploy the new variant, Mr. Hancock said. The conversation on December 13th came amid concerns about the rapid spread of virus in southeast of England. Mr. Hancock announced a new COVID-19 variant had been identified in the UK on December 14th. Which variant was it? The the Kent variant? Was it uh, more dangerous? Probably not. Most of the variants were uh, downgrades from the original. They were sometimes more infectious but mostly hugely less uh, deadly but uh, none of that mattered to the people in charge no what mattered was using the new variant to create the fear that they need to override people's basic cognition and force them to submit to ridiculous and unwarranted control measures it's just it's really not that complicated at all. It just is that evil. It it really is. It really is that despicable. Uh, We'll go now to a video. uh, The very next day, so Matt Hancock had this exchange on WhatsApp where they talk about deploying the new variant and using the fear factor to, you you know, generate compliance with their ridiculous claims and demands and measures. So let's go now to clip number one. Here was Matt Hancock the very next day pushing lockdowns and doing what he said in the messages and using the variant to create the fear necessary to enslave humanity. Let's watch.
3: We have identified a new variant of coronavirus, which may be associated with the faster spread in the southeast of England. Initial analysis suggests that this variant is growing faster than the existing variants. We've currently identified over a thousand cases with this variant, predominantly in the south of England although cases have been identified in nearly 60 different local authority areas and numbers are increasing rapidly. We've seen very sharp exponential rises in the virus across London, Kent, parts of Essex and Hertfordshire, because when the virus is growing exponentially, there is not a moment to spare.
6: The health secretary has told MPs that London and parts of Essex and Hertfordshire will move into England's highest tier of Covid restrictions on Wednesday. Under the tier three rules, shops can stay open, but bars, pubs, cafes and restaurants must stay closed except for delivery and takeaway. Indoor entertainment venues such as bowling alleys, theatres and cinemas will shut. You can't mix indoors, in private gardens or in most outdoor venues, except with your household or bubble. And people are advised not to travel to and from tier three areas.
3: We have to take swift and decisive action, which unfortunately is absolutely essential to control this deadly disease while the vaccine is rolled out.
4: So, yeah, again, it's, it's nice sort of, to take a, take a little trip back to that world two years ago when these ridiculous and arbitrary measures were treated very seriously right just like uh, you can The the movie theaters will be closed, but the bowling alleys will be open, but only from two to four. And the restaurants and pubs will be closed, but only half of the restaurant will be closed at each one time. The kitchens can't operate, but the barmaids must wear hats on their heads. Like, it's just like, okay, so what is going on here? What is this? Did any of this do anything? Of course not. It was all totally arbitrary, completely unscientific. It was all purposefully designed to have the biggest psychological impact regardless of whether it actually stopped any new variant, or whether the new variants even mattered in the first place. Now, we actually have the WhatsApp messages. We'll show you those on the other side. So just to, as we, we wrap up here in this segment, let's just remind everybody, they created the virus in a lab. They released the virus on purpose. They commissioned studies to hide the fact that it came from a lab. They used the fear on purpose to shut down the entire economy and then they deployed a vaccine that killed more people than it saved. Do I have all of it? Is that
5: everything? I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfowarStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the Infowar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to infowarstore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality, full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. Infowarstore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
4: Again, just wild revelations this weekend about COVID-19. Everything we told you was true. It was all a psychological operation. It was created in a lab on purpose for the design of enslaving humanity under a technocratic world government regime. And that's what the you know latest theory on what the revelations show in England basically that they're going to say, see, the U.K. government was, was irresponsible in its reaction to COVID-19. Uh, they were – they behaved incorrectly. So obviously national governments can't be trusted with this sort of thing. There has to be a uh, sort of a global council that will be responsible for the reaction. They'll be coordinating and, and implementing the uh, policies uh, time there's a new pandemic. It's obviously necessary. Because how clearly it was bungled by the uh, national governments. So we better uh, just give power fully over to the people that organized the response in the first place. That's just uh, one of the possibilities. Here's the actual WhatsApp messages that were revealed. Matt Hancock in uh, the UK was head of the response. Matt Hancock asked when the government should, quote, deploy the next COVID variant to frighten the pants off. So... He says uh, we frightened the pants off of everyone with the new strain, but the complication with uh, that Brexit is taking the top line. In other words, Brexit is getting more media attention, so they had they have to, you know, coordinate with the media as well to make sure that their fabricated story is number one, not the story about the failure to implement the democratically decided decision to uh, exit from the European Union. Uh, Damon Pohl responds, yep, that's what will get proper behavior change, proper behavior change. And these people, given this, this pathetic amount of power, right, just any any amount of power they get, they feel like they are now the parents of all of the people in the country. Their fellow you know, citizens, their fellow human beings aren't independent people with thoughts and, and, you know, an ability to understand things and come to their own conclusion. Uh, They're children that have to be tricked into doing what the parents want. Sort of understandable when you have a kid, you know, sometimes you say, just do that. They don't do it. So you go, oh, don't do that when you really want them to. I mean, it's very simple psychology uh, because you don't want to just, you know, you can't just force kids to do things they'll they'll freak out and it it won't work so uh they're treating you like children they're treating all of us like we're children and they're our parents these people are just despicable scumbags that are using their positions of power to further the agenda that maybe they don't even understand matt hancock responds to this when do we deploy the new variant damon pull says been thinking more about this and think we need to be more cautious the strain that is think you made the point earlier but we need to keep schools off paperwork slash agenda yes matt hancock replies dimpool says worth doing uh, a bit about no leaking at the top i think big risk with the variant right-wing papers go for renewed push for let it rip on the basis of vaccine strategy is undermined that's why we need reassure on the vaccine i don't even like what are they are they talking in code i don't even understand what they're saying does everyone's text messages my text messages don't sound like this what are they even saying I, it's very confusing. Big risk with the variant. Right wing papers go for a renewed push for let it rip on the basis of the vaccine strategy is undermined. Are they retarded? Like, is this what is this? Are they just missing entire words? <laughs> Are they referencing a code that we don't understand? This is not a sentence. Very big risk with the variant. I am honestly trying to understand this. Right wing papers go for a renewed push for let it rip on the basis. The vaccine strategy is undermined. Anybody, anybody understand what the hell this guy just said? It's like, they're all talking this weird, like jargon. Clearly they all understand, like, right. They're all on the same page. they all know exactly what they're talking about. I can't figure it out for the life of me. That's why we reassure on the vaccine. Just utterly bizarre. But again, when do we deploy the new variant? That line alone tells you just about everything you need to know about the COVID 19 so called pandemic. When do we deploy the new variant? Was there even a variant? Was there even a variant? Did they just make it up? Did they just decide that, you know, people were getting too used to it. It had already been a year or more that these people had been under the COVID lockdown measures and the COVID scam in the first place. Did they just decide, you know, in order to increase behavioral changes, we have to make up a new variant and deploy it. People are too, they've gotten used to the old variant. Uh, Roman uh, Babber or Baber on uh, Twitter says, like clockwork, when suffering of children, patients, and small businesses became unsustainable, when there was hope that lockdown would be lifted, Twitter doctors, politicians, and the media launched a new variant fear campaign. We will not forgive or forget variants of concern. Variants of concern. Uh, Matt Hancock says, and this is, again, the, the leaked WhatsApp messages. Uh, Matt Hancock says, sounds like Sadiq is uh, lining up is lining up to being burnman again these people just like do they do they speak english did they have to do they run their thoughts through google translate a couple times and just miss out on on like tense changes and that sort of stuff like what is this very confusing you would think that when you get the leaked WhatsApp messages from people, from politicians and the you know, organizing authorities during a crisis, it would be about the crisis. It would be about how do we mitigate the threat that we're experiencing while maintaining as much normalcy as possible to keep the economy going. You don't get any of that. There is literally none of that. It's all how do we psychologically move people? How do we prevent you know, mayors from – Ignoring our demands, how do we coordinate with the media to push this fear factor in order to, again, override people's logical faculties in order to appeal to their you know, base fears? That's all they are concerned about because they understand that what they're doing has nothing to do with mitigating or preventing or fighting back against a crisis. It has everything to do with using that crisis to push forward an agenda of globalism that they had already long established. So anyway, uh, Matt Hancock says, "Sounds like Sadiq, the mayor of London is lining up to being burn- lining up to being burnman." Again, I think what he's trying to say is it sounds like Sadiq Khan is be- is talking more like this uh, other mayor of Greater Manchester who was largely ignoring their lockdown measures. Damon Poole replies, "Yep, Tory MPs also furious already about the prospect." MOS leader trying to warn us off it too. Rather than doing too much forward signaling, we can roll pitch with the new strain. Matt Hancock says, we've frightened the pants off of everyone with the new strain. So again, they're, so what they're talking about here is they're going to roll, they're going to, you know, enforce new COVID uh, lockdown measures, which again are utterly unscientific, totally arbitrary, completely ineffective. And just again, scientifically, baseless and they're saying yeah but if we roll it out with a new variant then it doesn't matter because people will be so scared they'll just do whatever we say anyway that's what they're saying in between the lines and it's it's uh, a a crime it's criminal and this of course comes after you know he demands that he have immunity uh, for sending covid infected patients into care homes despite the fact that we knew here at Infowars, we showed you the video last week, as early as January of 2020, that it was uh, that the virus itself was far far more dangerous to elderly and sick people. Somehow we knew this. I have a feeling they knew it too, and yet they send people into old folks' homes with the virus already and killed tens of thousands of them was also a psychological trick. You get that? Ladies too? and
5: gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's real red pill plus or our super high quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's down and out our great sleep bag that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at infoworkstore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, infoworkstore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe, who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
4: All right, welcome back, folks. Yeah, a lot of news this weekend. Uh, CPAC, a lot of news there. Kicking out Nick Fuentes. Nick. Pulling another uh, event just outside of CPAC that was also a a major event. You've got all the news about COVID coming out, uh, massive Antifa rallies and riots and uh, terrorist attacks in Atlanta and Austin. More uh, food processing plants just going right up in flames, more trains falling off the track, more uh, failure. From the Ukrainians In uh, Bakhmut Where again It's just I really don't know what to do About The memory hole I mean the memory hole is real folks It's, It's shocking How people just forget Everything going on I haven't heard about the Classified documents from Joe Biden In a very long time Sort of Forget the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing in the process. just all this stuff. It's just like it's a major deal, push for it. People in power would rather not, so it gets memory hold. and it's just it's just over all of a sudden. It's, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. So uh, obviously some of the biggest stories over the weekend were about COVID. Not only did you have the email or the uh, WhatsApp messages from uh, old Mr. Hancock over there in the UK. Just just laying the whole scam out for everybody to see, just how oh, we, we must deploy the new variant to create the right amount of fear to stop people from breaking out of our lockdown. And it's literally like they're prison wardens describing how to put down uh, prisoner uprisings. Just insane stuff. But you've got to, you know, wrap all of this in with, What else was revealed? New evidence suggests Fauci prompted drafting of proximal origins to squash lab leak theory. That story from Gateway Pundit from InfoWars. Jim Jordan, Fauci was consumed with changing lab leak narrative because they were doing gain-of-function research there. He didn't want that out. Congressman Jim Jordan outlined Sunday how Anthony Fauci became aware that the most likely cause of the COVID pandemic was a lab leak and immediately set about changing the narrative to hide his involvement in gain-of-function research. Appearing on Fox News, Jordan, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, noted how Fauci received emails from prominent scientists advising him that the virus looked like it was engineered in a lab. Quote, right at the start, that same day, Dr. Fauci organizes a conference call. Him and Dr. Collins get on there with Dr. Gary and Dr. Anderson and all these other viro- virologists. They get on there, and three days later, everybody changes their story, Jordan noted. The congressman continued, the same guy who says this would be easy to do in a lab says, oh, now you're crazy if you think it came from the lab. The same guy says, I don't know how this, that would, uh, that this would, that this does, that this looks engineers. engineered. He changed his story. And the kicker is, three months later, those same two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a $7 million, a several-million-dollar grant from, the, from Dr. Fauci to continue their research, Jordan further noted. So the fundamental question is, why was Dr. Fauci so consumed with making sure the narrative wasn't about the lab? I think it's because they were doing gain-of-function research there, and he didn't want that out. Of course, we know they did gain-of-function research there. We know it was funded through NIAID and the Eco Health Alliance, Peter Daszak. Coordinating it, Peter Daszak was also the one sent to Wuhan to investigate the virus. I mean, it's just so weird. It's just so weird that we're sitting here discussing a mass murder program. The people who carried it out are still out there just walking around, just living their lives, just making – just raking in millions and millions of dollars, billions even on the scam that they created and then exploited and continued to push, and then made up new variants to increase the fear factor when it looked like people were finally getting sick of obeying their ridiculous and arbitrary orders. It's just, it's just, it's just so weird. It's just so bizarre, this world that we live in. That, like, even the BBC is reporting this, like, the Telegraph is reporting all of this. Like none of this is speculation. None of it's up in the air. Of course, all of it was eminently predictable and understandable by us at Infowars long, long before you know, the proof ever came out. But it's not that – it's not that complicated. You treat this just like you treat any crime, right? You can sit there and go, yeah, I'm pretty sure the the husband's the murderer. I'm pretty sure it's the husband. It's like, well, you don't have any proof. It's like, well, it's because you haven't done any investigation, but I can – Connect all the dots, right? Just any murder case, you just you just look at all the likely suspects, and you go, okay, uh, who lied about where they were? Who had motive and opportunity to commit the murder? Who's acting suspicious? Who's getting the life insurance? Right? Who's benefiting from the murder? Like all of these things are just very simple, and so the the full picture that we have now with this, you know, revelation of. Fauci coordinating the response to cover up the lab leak where the virus came from. Again, gateway pundit story. New evidence suggests Fauci prompted the drafting of the proximal origins to squash the lab leak theory. On Sunday, GOP-led select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic released a memo saying new evidence resulting from the select subcommittee's investigation into the origins of COVID-19, the proximal origins of SARS-CoV-2, citing evidence suggesting Anthony Fauci was behind the drafting of the proximal origins. Uh, paper in order to uh, in an effort to squash the lab leak theory and we have their you know their emails showing this as well also they're cooperating with social media to shut this down i almost just maybe we'll just play the my covid skit in the first five minutes because I, I cover all of this right all of this was was known back when i made the skit over a year ago right it's all there it's all obvious it's all apparent who'd you send over to Or you know? Oh, so you're studying the lab? Nope. Who'd you send over? The guy who ran the lab, right? That's Peter Daszak. That's Eco Health Alliance. Who Dr. Andrew Huff has said uh, spoke to him about the CIA wanting to cooperate with Eco Health Alliance in certain uh, unmentionable schemes that they had going. So again, just to like I don't you know, (laughs) I don't know. People don't understand what's going on here yet. It's like I, I feel like I just keep have to like like encapsulate it all. They created this virus. This virus didn't exist in nature. They created it in a lab. They leaked it from the lab on purpose, okay? by design. This will, this will probably come out eventually, right? Eventually maybe maybe ten years from now, right? Some document will be declassified, and there will be some uh, very serious uh, CNN report where they're like, Uh, New declassified CIA documents show that COVID-19, the pandemic that ravaged the world in early 2020, may have actually been released by design in order to oust President Donald Trump, whom everybody hated at the time. Like maybe that will happen. Maybe 10 years from now we'll get the the full picture of what's going on. But just like we figured all of this out, you can figure everything out. You just fill in the blanks here. They created the virus on purpose from scratch by adding artificial furin cleavage sites to the virus to make it able to infect humans. Then they released it from the lab. Then they covered it up and distracted from it while it was going on. I and mean, you can look back at the times when you know, Infowars was sitting here going, hey, there's this new virus in China that's spreading like crazy. Hey, here's all the videos from people in China, like collapsing on the street and all this sort of stuff. Now, even whether or not that was real sort of up in the air. But at the time, we were reporting what was going on in China while the rest of the media – and the politicians were telling you, go hug a Chinese person, go hang out at your, at your Chinese parade, and talking about this new virus is racism. Shut up. You know. So they release the virus, then they cover up the spread. They disguise the spread, they hide it, and they don't tell you about it until it you know, passes uh, into basically every country in the world. Then they impose lockdowns to destroy the economy and to get the mail-in ballots that they needed to cheat in the election – Right, I mean, all this is imminently obvious. Then they, you know, wrote papers and got in contact with publications in order to squash the lab leak theory that was spreading at the time. And they released new variants to, you know, up the fear factor and keep everybody in a state of uh, fear and chaos, so they could uh, consolidate all of the economic power into. You know Amazon and other major multinational corporations. Then they release new variants by design in order to maximize the fear factor that they needed to continue the lockdown to push the vaccine, which, by the way, is a gene-altering mRNA inoculation that has nothing to do with vaccines. It's a completely different thing uh, that also not only makes you more likely to get the virus, will also kill you in a variety of different ways. So this is just mass murder on a global scale by people. Whose names we know and faces we see on TV, and who are out there walking around free. So, we can either do something about this, solve this, punish the people who did it, make sure it never happens again, or we deserve it. Basically, or basically, we deserve to be in the prison that they're building for us. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what other options there are. I think we'll play the the COVID skit on the other side, just to remind everybody that none of this is new, and we knew it years ago.
5: I've got some good news Our high quality supplements really work And we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers That's the good news, they're amazing The bad news is, around 1% or a little less Of our actual viewers and listeners Ever go to InfowarStore.com and ever actually buy the products So you're missing out on these products Plus it funds the Infowar Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience Actually buying products Think of what would happen If those of you on the fence... Actually went to InfoWarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Tumor 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or real red pill plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new world together. Infowarstore.com.
1: Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at ban.video.
4: Yeah, we've rolled back the ban on gain-of-function research. Really? So now it's legal for us to modify viruses and make them more deadly and transmissible to humans. Why would you want to do that? Well, it's important that we be prepared in case something like that happen in the future. In case somebody modifies a deadly virus to be more infectious and able to transmit to humans? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, sounds dangerous. No, 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 it's fine. We're doing it at a level four weapons research lab in Wuhan, China. Very secure. Okay, good. Terrible news. Oh, no. There's been an outbreak of a mysterious new respiratory virus in Wuhan, China. Wuhan, China, like like where the research lab is? Yeah, yeah, exactly, like right where the lab is. So do you think it could have come from the lab? No, absolutely not. I'd see how you could make that mistake, but no, no, no. The virus, the deadly virus with the artificial furin cleavage sites that make it able to infect humans, that came from the farmers' market down the road from the dangerous bioweapons lab. And you expect us to believe that? No need to worry. The global medical establishment's always preparing for these types of things. In fact, like two months ago, they held a course called Event 201, where they basically predicted exactly what would happen, right down to the type of virus and where it came from. So, so. They're like, totally on top of this. Uh, actually, they're going to do nothing for months and let it spread all over the world. But it started in China, right? Like, can't we at least halt travel with them? I didn't realize you were a racist. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't realize you had some deep, seething hatred of Asian people. Whoa, whoa, whoa I'm talking about the virus. Oh, the virus? Uh, it's here now. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, it came on a plane from China. There's nothing we could do. Well, does it affect certain ages or, or populations or groups, anything like that? Yeah, actually, it's way deadlier to the uh, elderly and the sick. Okay, well, why don't we start by protecting them? No, we're actually gonna send COVID infected patients into nursing homes instead. Geez, well, uh, okay, well, what are you doing to stop the spread? Uh, UV lights, vitamin C, vitamin D? uh, Should I wear a mask? We know that masks don't really stop you from getting this type of infection. The the science is pretty much settled on this. Masks don't work. Okay, so no masks. Actually, they're mandatory, and also, we're shutting down everything. Wait, what? Yeah, it's called lockdown. I'm basically declaring martial law and saying that you can't leave your house or gather in large groups. How do you think you're going to get people to go along with this? Well, it's only for two weeks. And you're shutting everything down? Everything? Every restaurant? Every store? Yep, absolutely everything. Everything's shut down. We're all in this together. So like, even like Walmart and Target? No, they can stay open. Okay, well, What about like McDonald's or Taco Bell? <laughs> Obviously, McDonald's and Taco Bell can stay open. Okay, so the big chain stores can stay open, but if a small business tries to stay open, we will send a tank and point a rifle in their face and maybe send them to jail. But it's only for two weeks or years or whatever. I mean, won't that crash the economy? Oh, yeah, 100% for sure. Okay, but this stops the virus. It does not, no. Okay, uh, other than masks that don't work and lockdowns that don't work, is there anything else you suggest that we do? Oh, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm I'm imposing plastic barriers and uh, social distancing as well. Okay, so those work. (laughs) No, of course not. It's ridiculous. Just think about it. But we do encourage contact tracing where you download our app to your phone and then use it to log everywhere you go and everything you do and everyone you interact with. Sounds like a precursor to vaccine passport. No way. That's crazy. Hey, by the way, we sent an investigative team to figure out the origins of the virus. Oh, so you're investigating the lab? No. Uh, Okay, well, who are you sending to investigate? The guy who runs the lab. Yeah, this sounds suspicious. It's not. I mean, the whole thing sounds sketchy. Nothing you're saying really makes any sense. And it seems like the same people imposing the masks and lockdowns are the same people that are benefiting from it. And it seems like it's going to have way worse long-term effects than the virus itself. I mean, all of this seems arbitrary and expensive. Well, it's only until we get the vaccine. And, And actually, it's going to be a wonderful, revolutionary new mRNA vaccine. So, you know, thank God we have Bill Gates helping us with this. Uh, Bill Gates, isn't he the one who thinks the most pressing issue the Earth faces is overpopulation and that the best way to reduce population is through vaccines? Didn't he give a TED Talk to that effect? No, shut up. He loves you. Just a a little reminder, folks, that, uh, yeah, we've been right the entire time. We've been right the entire time. That was a skit made long after, you know, most of this had been uh, made obvious. But now we're still seeing more and more revelations that we were right the entire time. We'll be back on the other side with uh, Alex Stein, aka Pimp on a Blimp, Primetime 99. Will you not go to InfowarsStore.com? Just go to InfowarsStore.com. Just go you don't have to you know David, Just just see what we have there. Just see what's on offer. See if there's something you like, and if you like people that are ahead of the curve by years, go ahead and, and support us by going to InfowarsStore.com.
1: You're watching The American Journal
4: with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun here on American Journal, and I am joined by the one and only Alex Stein, reporter, show host. He needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. Alex Stein is a viral satirist, the biological son of Tucker Carlson, and host of primetime with alex stein now on blaze tv you know him for his public stunts and live streams but he's here with us today to talk about his new show on blaze tv you can follow him on twitter at alex stein 99 and the website to watch his show is blaze tv.com uh alex stein thank you so much for being with us sir
2: well, what? Well, how nice of an introduction was that, Harrison? I mean, I feel like it was almost unnecessary. You didn't write that monologue. Who wrote that? Did Sean write that? That was so nice. You know, Who put just,
4: that together? They just—it's cobbled together by the elves at night. They just show up uh, on the desk in the morning, and uh, and I read them no matter what they say. I'm like Ron Burgundy in that respect. You know, Alex, it—it it, it feels like just yesterday that you were calling in to this show, pretending to be a liberal and uh, demanding some sort of. Uh, you know, reward or, or recompense for your maid dying after you forced her to get vaccine after vaccine. Uh, that I think that was the first time that we talked together and uh, this was set up. We did a little bit where you're to be liberal. The audience was confused. I was confused. It was a massive success, hugely hilarious. Since then, you've gone on to do just absolutely amazing things. What a ride it's been for you, Alex.
2: Yeah, you know, everybody says that, but this is a kind of the thing I was telling somebody. I was actually in... I was in Canyon County, which is outside, or which is in Boise, Idaho, speaking at this uh, like a Lincoln Day Canyon County Republicans thing, and I was telling people it's like they're like, "Oh, you've had all this success and all this stuff," but it feels bad because I feel like it's just I'm just set up to get canceled now, and that sounds weird, but it's like I almost feel like I can't even be my authentic self now that I. I mean, obviously the Blaze has not censored me at all, but I just had Alan Dershowitz on the show, and like you know, I called him out about that, and like I'm just saying. I, I don't know. It, it's I feel like now that I'm like kind of playing ball now, somebody's going to take me out. Like I'm running for school board, Harrison, here in uh, Highland Park. And my opponent, this is how this is how my school works real quick. So we have a very affluent district, Highland Park Independent School District. And I won't I won't bogart their whole inversa- uh, conversation, but I just want to say this. So we have a very affluent school district. But here in Texas, we have a thing called Robin Hood where they can take nearly 40 percent of all of the taxes for that district and give it to you know less fortunate districts. So at Howland Park, we have one of the biggest private fundraisers for a public school. It's called Mad for Plaid. And so the woman that I'm running against is basically the Mad for Plaid's choice. In the past 20 years, they always do a candidate forum where they ask them questions. But this year, they're not doing it because they don't want to put that candidate in a room with me. So now that everybody knows me, I feel like I have a target on my back. Long story short, Harrison
4: interesting interesting it was it was easier when you were anonymous it was easier to (laughs) to do the activism when people were like who is this guy because i remember you know when you really like blew up was when you pretended to be a nurse and were rapping about fauci and it it blew up so big because people could not tell whether it was real or not so now that you have sort of uh I don't want to say you've exposed yourself, but you have you've exposed mm-hmm. yourself in public and yeah. uh, and how it makes it that much more difficult to to be effective. But I mean, it's a give and take. Isn't yeah, I have it? to reinvent myself, Harrison. I have mm-hmm. to reinvent myself. I have to get creative. I mean, how many times
2: can I go to Barstool Sports? But this is what I'm planning. So tell, this is an idea. I'm thinking a lot of the Barstool Sports guys are moving to Chicago. So I think I might go to Barstool Sports and bring some you know, tombstones, you know, made with like foam and hold a funeral for their New York offices. Because basically I kind of put the kibosh on that as soon as I went there and I tainted it. I brought my wife's boyfriend Ontarius and he rubbed his derriere all over their place you know, they had to move out of there because it has the primetime 99 stank. So I, I'm just saying I have to keep on doing stunts. I just can't. I got to go get in politicians' faces. Everybody's like, when are you going to go see AOC again? When are you going to see Crenshaw again? Let me tell you something, Harrison, and I and I mean this with all due respect. I love going and confronting these politicians, but it is a pain in the butt to sit there and then walk through Longfellow, the Capitol Police, or up my air and around the corner everywhere I go. So, you know, now that I'm kind of known, like I said, there's a little bit of a target on my back. I don't want to be like Icarus and fly too close to the sun and then die, but My my father, my biological father, Tucker Carlson, now that he's actually kind of recognizes me. I mean, he doesn't admit that he's my father. And I've been trying to get his semen for, you know, now going on a little over a year. And I don't know why that's such a big deal. I don't even need that much of it. I need a very small amount for the for the DNA center. I don't know why he's being all, you know, he's I mean, he's hogging all of his semen. Let the let me his biological son have like one little teaspoon. But that's neither
4: here nor there. So I am protected. I am protected in the long run because my biological father, it's. it's not Icarus flying close to the sun. It's like when we see the uh, videos of you as an anonymous citizen at the time going up and questioning the school board. That was your like Charmander phase. You're, you're leveling up. You're mm. evolving like a Pokemon, I think is how it's working. And, I, <laughs> you know, we don't know whether whether this is your Charizard or whatever the middle stage is. I, I can't remember. Charlizard? I, Charmander? Well, is that the. All right. Well, I don't Charmander. I, Charmander sounds right. Whatever, I don't know if I'm there yet, but I like that. You're in the awkward middle phases here, maybe. You start off as an anonymous activist. You've moved on to a professional television host who knows what your final form will reach but i don't think you've reached it yet tell us about the blaze uh, tv show it's it's you're a pimp on a blimp the set is hilarious but you're not just doing you know stunts and stuff you actually have big name interviews and stuff tell us about the show and, and what it's been like for you to uh to make this evolution
2: no i mean uh hosting the show is awesome now we're doing it three days a week tuesday wednesday and thursday night live at 6 p.m on youtube and the blaze app but uh, listen, I love doing the show. I get to express my creative freedom. But th- we've done 11 episodes so far. And the problem is, is I'm not used to corporate America. So I'm just learning how to put this. That's why I was making fun of you by the teleprompter. I'm just learning how to put my monologues in the teleprompter. That took me a week to learn, you know, took me a week to learn, you know, the protocols of putting the thumbnail, yada, yada, yada. So really, once the show gets going, and now we're going so much smoother, we can really be creative because I want to show that's, uh, you know, bizarro Tucker Carlson is the idea for the show. And that's why it's a. <laughs> a lamp floating over Dealey Plaza in downtown Dallas. And Harrison, you got to come on the show. I'll obviously have you over uh, Skype, but you got to come up to, to Dallas when you get a chance. I know you work really hard, but I'd love to have you on my show sometime.
4: Uh, I think that'd be very fun. And of course, I've, I've uh, been, been to Blaze before, and the studios are incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, really do a, a lot of great work there. Uh, and you've uh, – I wonder I, – maybe we can't even get into it, but – How's everybody feel about things like you asking uh, Alan Dershowitz about uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Oh. It's just – is that is that – how smoothly does that go over? Was, was that pre-planned well, or uh, were you getting a little slap in no, the wrist that, from that?
2: That, that? Okay, so the biggest trouble that I got in so far – so like the third episode, I lit a small fire on set, and then I sprayed a, a fire extinguisher. And this is the thing. It was one of these fire extinguishers. I forget the, the technical term, but it didn't spray out the foam like sm- fake snow. It was more like a, it's like kind of like a clear liquid, and so I tested the the you know the uh, whatever I tested the fire extinguisher excuse me, and during the show I went a little crazy and got it over a little bit of the cameras and a little bit of the equipment, so that was a that was a little bit of a slap on the wrist. They said yeah please do not ruin the equipment with fire extinguisher uh, spray. So yeah that that was fair. I got a little. Little, uh, are putting you, know, you in a box, uh, Alex. Yeah. They're putting you in a no, box. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're limiting me. Yeah, this is it right here. So, so, so I went a little crazy. And at this point, I'm spraying down Harrison. See, I should be spraying down, but then I decided to get funny. And so we were burning a Harry Potter book right there. And, uh, and right there, and see right there, and it kind of did get on the cameraman. And it was kind of a, yeah, he had to go wash off. There was a little bit of spray. In an unnecessary area. So, yeah, so that was my first slap on the wrist. But it wasn't, you know, they're very cool. They're very chill about it. They just said, hey, let's uh let's run that by the crew. and Maybe they can wear, you know, safety gear like, uh, you know, so they don't have to get their clothes with fire extinguisher uh, grease on it. So that, that makes sense. So we got a little reprimand for that. And then uh, I had Alan Dershowitz on and I just played a, a clip of him talking about how he got a massage at Jeffrey Epstein's house. And it was just so peculiar because in that clip, he like just swears, oh, it was only a neck massage. But he also says, I don't even get massages very often. But then I was at Jeffrey Epstein's. He offered me a massage. But then he contradicts himself and says that his wife books a massage. So it's just it's just a bunch of convoluted lies. And I'm not saying Dershowitz is guilty because he's the greatest attorney, arguably, of our generation. He's like our Atticus Finch. So I'm not saying anything. I have no idea what Alan Dershowitz did. I want to make that very clear. But these are there are a lot of very weird red flags with his story to say the least.
4: Well, look, I think it's, uh, it's amazing, you know, what you've been able to, the evolution that you've gone through, honestly, it really is, um, admirable. And the fact that you're in a position now to be able to ask people like Alan Dershowitz questions like that, or with the company that can get people like him on, I, I think, uh, you're using your, your platform for exactly, you know, what you should be using it for You, Alex Stein, should be using it for So you've got a new show on Blaze TV You're running for Highland Park School Board I want to talk to you about that as well We'll get back into it on the other side Again, Alex Stein 99 on Twitter The website blaze BlazeTV.com uh, And I'll be on there one day We'll see, we'll bring that whole blimp yes. down You think a fire extinguisher Very is true. the worst thing we could do? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we're going to get creative with it. We'll talk we'll talk during the break and uh, and keep it all secret uh, and a big surprise. Folks, we'll be back in just a minute uh, with Alex Stein here on American Journal. Don't go anywhere folks.
5: It's hard to believe that we're already going into March 2023. And the world is an insane place. World War Three has already started. Biden is a puppet and is dissolving our borders. There's mass censorship. James O'Keefe's been removed from Project Veritas. The list goes on and on of the bad things that are happening. But the good things that are happening is humanity is really accelerating its awakening. But those of us on the forefront are under more attack by the establishment than ever. That's why I'm counting on you to spread the word about the broadcast. To pray for the broadcast and to keep the broadcast on the air by getting great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And whether it's a final signed copy, they're almost all sold out, with a great reset in the war for the world, or Ultimate Bone Broth, finally back in stock after over two years, it's all available at InfoWarsStore.com. These are truly amazing products. So get your InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com and enrich your life while keeping the broadcast on the air. It is your decision on whether or not we stay on air, so please take action now at infowarsstore.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
4: Well, folks, it was uh, a couple years ago, I think it was before even the War Room or American Journal existed, that somebody called in. And I uh, was talking to Owen Troyer and said, InfoWars is tomorrow's news today. And from that moment on, we adopted that moniker. We adopted that uh, phrase, InfoWars tomorrow's news today. We knew about COVID before anybody else. We knew about the vaccines before anybody else. We knew about – we told you about the war in Ukraine months before it actually broke out. And something else we were ahead of the curve on was one Alex Stein. Uh, I, I don't know who discovered you first, but again, I just uh, – I think it's so amazing to see Alex Stein go from a, an anonymous a, you know, activist blowing up on Twitter because nobody knew who he was to having his own Blaze TV show and talking to some of the, you know, A-list right-wing celebrities and left-wing celebrities. It's just absolutely incredible. Blaze.tv is where you can find the show, Alex Stein 99 on Twitter. Uh, the show is, of course, uh, Primetime with Alex Stein. One thing I thought was amazing, we, we were hanging out during the TPUSA event uh, earlier this year in uh, – uh, arizona and you couldn't walk down the street without you know people demanding you stop for selfies Sh- and put you Oh, man, no, it's it's a, do not be like this. Do not. Let's
2: talk about the impending doom of the of the you know we'll food shortages and energy shortages We're in gonna, the Ukraine war. No, we'll you're, you're, get you're, you're, I don't like you buttering me up. I hate. I listen. I'm so used to my dad. It called me a moron my whole life. I don't like. I feel like, and I'm not trying to copy Howard Stern. Like literally, my dad calls me moron. I'm saying like, I don't <laughs> like getting praised. It kind of feels weird. I, I don't. I'm just telling you, it's weird. I really appreciate it, and I love taking pictures with people like that. But yeah, it kind of feels weird. When you're like, oh, people are taking pictures of you. I'm an idiot. I'm literally like an autistic old man now. And I've just got lucky on the internet. So I'm really, anybody can do this. You can do this. I know people at home, they're like, oh, you know, I want get, to get out there and do some activism and make some noise. You can do it. Literally any idiot can do it. now with a freaking camera phone, you can literally become a content creator. And as a matter of fact, Harrison, one thing I'm learning, some people like underproduced content, then overproduced content. So yeah. as an independent content creator, you literally can make a difference. Now, I know sometimes you're going to do cringe stuff you might feel awkward i'm not saying you need to go on there and expose your whole life but if you actually want to go make a difference you can if an idiot like me and i'm not just saying this anecdotally i'm literally not that smart i mean i graduated from college barely i mean by the skin of my teeth from lsu which is not a good school bad school a bunch of idiots i mean you know and honestly i mean they just let you basically have a degree if you can just not die of a fentanyl overdose after four years but what i'm saying is
4: if i can do it you can too all right. All right. No, I get. I'm not I'm not trying to butter you up here. I'm not trying to butter you up. But yeah, you were okay. you were very gracious with everybody there and and look, I'm not saying you walked down the street anywhere and this happens. There there was a lot of conservatives yeah. there. It was a big it was a big conference. It was, it was all
2: conservatives. It was your all people. young kid
4: conservatives. That's why. Yeah, it was my that's whole right. target audience. That's why. Yes. But you know what? It but that's that's the point, right? It was the target audience. It's it's the young guys that are just looking to to not be like demonized and hated and it's just this spark of like sort of joyful resistance that you represent that i think is so uh powerful in effect and we'll we'll get to the topics we'll get to the the current events (laughs) all right we'll get to it i did have a question but then you you went off and i I completely forgot what it was so uh now i don't know what the hell i'm talking about uh but no your your show is uh is extremely interesting and I mean, wh- where are you going with this, I guess, is my question. Are, are you going with with politics? Because you're running for Highland Park School Board. Is that just the beginning? Is that the launching off point for a, a you know a presidential campaign down the line? What, what's, what's next for Alex Stein?
2: Well, once I win my school board race or if I help another candidate get in or whatever shenanigans I do with this – you know, I'm probably going to go after a red flag law, you know, John Cornyn. I'm going to run for senator. You're going to be talking to Senator Stan here in about three or four years. You all I'm better see. get ready. I'm telling you. And guess what? I'm going to go to the border and it, we're going to go insane for the Ukraine on the border. I'm going to have tanks. I'm going to have guns. I'm going to have the military there because we got an invasion. That's what's going to happen when primetime 99 becomes senator. I'm standing literally uh, on Capitol Hill and say we are, are sending our troops because I'm anti-war. I'm a conflict interventionist. I hate the idea that we shoot people. We spend uh, uh, we sh- we kill a, a an afghani that makes $500 a year literally that's what they made in afghanistan with a missile that costs $400,000 it just doesn't make sense mathematically and financially so the military industrial complex if we're going to have it if it's going to exist if it's going to you know ruin our lives at least ruin our lives and help us protect our own borders so i think that would be the main thing that i would run on because the fentanyl and all of the overdoses and the sex trafficking is all based and grown off the fungus of our border issue.
4: Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. And and this was actually a major shift that I saw during this this TPUSA event. Walking around, I didn't hear a lot about like, uh, tax reform. I didn't hear a lot about anything that you would have heard 10 years ago in a conservative conference. I heard a lot about defeating the globalists. I heard a lot of anti-war mm-hmm. activism. I mean, this is a sea change that's happening with conservatives. It's happening on the grassroots level. It's happening on the in, with the younger generations. Seems like the older generations are still clinging on to, like, our, our grandfather's uh, conservatism, and I think you represent that change. I think we represent that change. Alex Jones has been a leader in that uh, change. Do you like? How long do you think until we actually see the Mitch McConnells and the Lindsey Grahams kicked out in favor of non-interventionalists, people that really represent the America First policies that you and I agree with?
2: Well, you know, it's funny, uh, Harrison, because you asked me like, oh, you know, what is the political, you know, is that the political route that you're going to go? But let me tell you something. Really, I'm a conspiracy theorist. If we have a uniparty. I mean, Mitch McConnell, they're all they're, they're all literally on the take. So, I mean, you look at Cran- Cran- Dan Crenshaw, at one point, is like this hero in the conservative movement. Now he's just the biggest globalist there is. So I'm anti-establishment. Forget the left wing, right wing. You know the cliche, it's on the same bird and it's, you know, going in a play glass window. So, I'm just telling you, I, I have very little hope in our elected officials or our federal government until we don't really basically have a federal government. And I'm not saying we should have a national divorce, even though I'm friends with MTG. I don't really like that idea. But we have our federal government has too much control and uh, they're all very dysfunctional. So I, I really have very little hope that people are actually going go there and make change. Because once you get in there, you get bought and sold by corporations because Every single politician, once they get elected into office, they'll do anything to stay in office. So even somebody with the best intentions, they go to Capitol Hill with the best intentions can get corrupted like that Mm. because of money, because of power, because
4: of greed. Well, but isn't it weird that like, you know, I talk to regular conservative people out there. They aren't in favor of the war in Ukraine, but the conservative party clearly is. And we've talked about this on the show quite a bit that, you know, nothing really illustrates the division more then, you know, the war in Ukraine, because you've got both parties at the top for it, but most of the people on the bottom aren't for it. I mean, that's the real division, obviously, right? Those in charge and, and the government and those uh, who are just subjected to it. But like, how how can they keep getting elected when they keep? promoting things that nobody wants. Do people actually want the war in Ukraine? I mean, they, are they really that that foolish? How do we break this paradigm? How do we uh, destroy the two-party system? We all recognize it. We all recognize it's a uniparty. What steps can we take to uh, break out of this system?
2: Well, people always say that. They're like, Alex, you're comedy. Hey, why don't you offer solutions? All you do is mock the system. You just make fun of things. You don't offer solutions. Well, listen, these are complicated questions with complicated answers that I don't have all the answers to. But I think the first thing that we should do is, is negotiate as human beings i mean i i believe that not just in ukraine but literally we spent 20 years in the middle east didn't find any weapons of mass destruction and nobody even bats an eye about how terrible that we bombed young children weddings funerals and then now we're in the ukraine and people are dying because of a proxy war between uh, the west and russia it's insane we're going to get into world war iii And I just feel like it's almost inevitable, uh, Harrison. All they have to do is negotiate. The people in the Donbass region, they could stay autonomous. And then Ukraine didn't join NATO. I believe that was all they had to agree to. But because their Western allies are twisting their arm, and America and Germany and Europe are about to put us into World War III. Terrible, Harrison.
4: Uh, No, yeah, it it absolutely is. And, you know, all the other topics that we discussed sort of fall to the wayside when you're talking about uh, nukes flying and uh – Open combat with China and Russia on one side, and America, Israel, and uh, you know whoever else on the other side. We'll be back uh, again with Alex Stein on the other side to talk about. I want to get into some more of the cultural topics uh, here in America. I won't. I won't flatter him anymore. He sucks.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there. And get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there. That won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's real red pill plus or our super high quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's down and out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric 95% cumanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
1: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison
4: Smith. Watch live right now at Band.Video. All right, folks. Welcome back. Alex Stein is my guest. Alex Stein ninety nine on Twitter. He's got a new show on Glaze TV. It's making a huge splash, as he always does. I remember. I remember what I was going to say when you so rudely interrupted uh, my complimenting of you, Uh, but it was that it was the phrases. You you are you have a a particular talent at coming up with like little phrases that stick in people's minds uh, that they just love. Whether it's like prime time ninety nine, pimp on a blimp and that 's it's it, but it 's not a silly thing i mean if there 's one thing that the left beats us in every time it 's in coming up with these little phrases uh, that they just come up you know stochastic terrorism, and suddenly it 's everywhere and suddenly you have to deal with it and they they come up with these phrases that then stick in people 's minds and can actually alter the way they think about things. You have sort of a talent in this uh, can you, like do you do that on purpose? Is it just something that strikes your fancy that you then run with and and how can this sort of like uh sloganism be used effectively by us because we don't do it as well as the other side does you know what i'm talking about well
2: well let me tell you something this is a very good question because i'm very threatened and i mean this i mean this 100 percent. i'm a insane autist and i can rhyme i'm prime time 99 on the grind all the time you know what i'm saying i can do it all right but now they have this little monster Called Chat GPT. Mm. This thing can rhyme better than I ever could. And of course, we need more slogans. We need to know pimp on a blimp. We need to know something that, you know, people like alliteration. But I'm saying, and I can rhyme all day long. And I was talking about this uh, earlier. My producer, he went to Princeton. He thinks he's so smart, but he uses Chat GPT and shows me all this stuff Chat GPT can do. And you can say, "Hey, write me a 16-line song that rhymes," and it will. I mean, the songs will be kind of weird yeah. and, you know, kind of, you know, dystopic. But that kind of makes it kind of cool too, in a weird right. way. And so I'm just saying, I'm very threatened by my rhyming ability because these robots and these machines are going to take over. And this is another thing that's been a very controversial topic on my show. You know, obviously, I lost my mother unfairly to COVID. She was given remdesivir. But what, how I'm honoring my mother is I'm I actually, on my show, I can speak to my mother because I bought a device where I've uploaded her consciousness into a computer allowing me oh to speak no. to her in the afterlife. And now people are like, oh, that's so insensitive. But they don't get the joke. Obviously... My mom would love it because I'm honoring her, but that's not the joke. I'm not really talking to my mom. I'm talking to a dystopic Alexa machine, and that's the future that these people want to have. Even Jared Kushner said he thinks he can live forever. So I'm trying to poke fun at the idea of transhumanism and that people want to live forever and that they think even Elon Musk, who I love what he did with Twitter, but he even wants Neuralink where he can, you know, literally plug your brain into basically a metaverse. So, I mean, I just. I don't know it's very it's kind of scary the idea of transhumanism and that's what i'm trying to poke fun at so people always get mad it's like i'm not talking to my mom i'm talking to a representation of transhumanism trying to wake people up but that's kind of the scary reality we live in uh harrison
4: uh, yeah 100 percent. i think uh I, I think definitely the you know when people the, the fact that people are okay with it the fact that people think they can actually upload their consciousness sort of terrifying i, I have a A story about that. I got got to find it in just a second, and I'll do it in just a second. Uh, But you you brought up Princeton, and that was another story that I wanted to cover today. This is from the New York Post. Columbia becomes first Ivy League school to permanently drop SAT, ACT testing requirements. They're doing this uh, for lawyers, right? They're dropping certain requirements to become a lawyer. They're lowering standards because they want uh, more diverse doctors. So, of course, diversity is our strength, which means we have to lower standards across the board. That doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't have to. They're doing it anyway what is happening here like what is the what is the outcome when you just lower standards across the board no longer you know have a a unbiased just fact-based who knows the most about this they get the reward like what happens when you remove all of that and you know open up even ivy league schools to uh, you know less qualified people i mean there can't be a good end to this
2: well, no, there is because the idea of an all female cockpit is exactly what I want to see when I get on an airplane. <laughs> There's nothing that breeds more confidence in my travel experience. When I look in that cockpit and I see two women with girl power because that is the future, Harrison. So I don't want this bigotry. No, affirmative action is the way. But no, seriously, it's kind of a joke. And if you actually look at it, it's reverse racism because a lot of people, even Mindy Kaling's brother, lied and said he was black on his emissions to get in. So it's weird that, you know, people actually lie to say that they're. A, you know, whatever box they can check in order to get in, whether it's like, you know, Pacific. I, I think they use all kinds. I don't I forget how many ethnicities are on that box. But if you are a, you know, an ethnicity that they want to pump up, you're more likely to get into that school. So like if you're an African-American, you have a better chance than an Indian. And I don't know why that is. But uh, Mindy Kaling's brother is a perfect example of lying to get in. So because of that, we have a corrupt system. And now there are probably sadly and I hope this never happens going to be a plane crash because we're more worried about the color of the captains than their ability to fly a plane. And so we should live in a meritocracy and not sort of this affirmative action nightmare. But I, you know, really with the ESG and all these companies and this, you know, you know, these basically social governance rules that they're giving themselves. I mean, I have very little hope for uh, a meritocracy ever coming back. It'll always be just you basically, get elected or you get chosen because you're Rachel Levine and you're a transgender. It's very weird how you can be like Sam Brinton because you're non-binary. You're basically in charge of our nuclear waste and you're stealing women's clothes and African designers clothes and you get picked all because you're non-binary. So because we have this weird system where we actually elect freaks like Pete Buttigieg, who has no idea about transportation because he's gay. So, I mean, and then, you know, KJP, she's She can barely uh, handle herself as a press secretary. She's over there sweating bullets all because she's an African-American lesbian. So listen, I'm just saying I'm not I don't I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic. I'm not a racist. I just want it to be a meritocracy. If it's the best black man, if it's the best Chinese man, they deserve the job. It shouldn't be based on their color of their skin.
4: And that's it's so strange. That's like an antiquated view now. Like that's like the old school, like, hey, you know, whoever it is, as long as they're the best for the company. And it's gone so far the other way. And I think you're pointing out something uh, very important. I think the point that you're making is that uh, all of the, the, the first gay transportation secretary, the first uh, black lesbian uh, press secretary, uh, all of these first uh, turn out to be horrible failures. Is that the point that you're making? Is that – but,
2: but it's true, isn't <laughs> exactly it? Exactly right. Yes. I mean honestly, even Chucky was better than KJP. It's, it's like listen – I want the best man for the job. And it's it's not easy to find that person. But if we're electing people like Pete Pete Buttigieg, I mean, the guy could care less about Ohio. I mean, look at look at Joe Biden. We know he's like a white man. He's like stands. He actually stands for everything that he's he's the opposite of everything. The Democratic Party stands for He's an old white man, affluent. But because he's such a puppet, they put him in there. So I don't know. And you look at Kamala Harris. She's literally the worst vice president in all of history. And and how, why did she even get the nomination? Because she was, you know, giving BJ's to Willie Brown when she was mayor. I mean, she's literally dating Montel Williams. Like, this is not the woman that should be vice president. And and God bless her soul, I actually don't hate the woman by any means, but she's not qualified for the job. So we have all these people that are unqualified because there's some deep state that's pushing all the buttons And causing all of this. And so the world's going to be gay, trans and lesbian before it's ever going to get back to, you know, working order, in my opinion. That's that's that is the more important agenda is making the government more gay and instead of making the government run better.
4: But I mean, isn't that It's it's really just like the liberals are just the biggest suckers in the world. I mean, Kamala Harris is the perfect example. She was basically the least popular Democrat in the primary. She was one of the first to drop out. She was basically booed off of stage. And yet she's the vice president. And it's and forever, forever, for all of time, she will be the first person for all of history to be a woman and a a black, although she's not really black, but the first black woman Mm -hmm. as vice president or president. Right. The first one as a chief of the executive office forever it's her in all of history this has been inscribed in stone they got screwed over and and they all hate her all the leftists hated her in the first place so like they just get screwed over over and over and over again and yet they keep falling for it they keep pushing this idea it's like the biggest joke on the liberals ever Well, just wait, because, you know, I have a feeling with all of these classified documents
2: and they want to indict Trump so bad that they're going to give Joe Biden the old humiliation ritual, you know, maybe the Ukraine war. And and it might happen like three months before his presidency is over. And they're going to say, oh, let's put in Kamala just to break that, quote unquote, glass ceiling. So, wow, that's going to be another affirmative action hire, all because they want to make a statement and not because they actually want to run the country At its highest efficiency. So it's a little scary. And when she becomes president, which I'm predicting here, get your tinfoil hats ready. I predict Kamala Harris will be president before 2024.
4: Whoa, you think like so you think this year. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be out and Kamal Harris is going to be in Uh, Well, I wouldn't bet against you I honestly wouldn't bet against you I'm shocked every time I see Joe Biden uh, walking around That he hasn't collapsed uh, already So I I, I think he might be on something there We'll be back on the other side, final segment We're going to talk about uploading your consciousness uh, to the cloud And how that's dumb
5: I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist I have come from nowhere To the very heights of politics Not just in America, but in the world We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words planned for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or Infowarshore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got.
4: and you know I'm I'm complimentary of Alex Stein obviously because he's had uh, huge success, but also because I I really you know I, I understand and I want more people to understand that y- you really aren't just making like goofy kind of surface level uh, jokes about this stuff. You actually have a really deep understanding of of what's going on in a full like full spectrum uh understanding of like where this is going it's not about left or right it's not about republican democrat it's about the globalists taking over the world and and enslaving us all in a machine like that's that's the truth that's the reality and uh it's just fantastic to see somebody who understands that you know getting the popularity that you do because you know those people tend to be tossed to the side as as you know fringe conspiracy theorists or whatever now with that in mind i want to talk about what you you just talked about uh you know (laughs) your your uh your mom being uploaded to a, a mainframe and being able to communicate with her. Uh, we're going to break some news here. First of all, I don't know if you've noticed, but the metaverse is over. The story is on the street. Mark Zuckerberg quietly buries the metaverse. CEO of social media giant Meta has sworn by AI, popularized by chatbot G- GPT. There will be no big press release, no big announcement, uh, as Zuckerberg would have to acknowledge that he was wrong. But make no mistake, Zuckerberg just buried the metaverse. The metaverse is dead. Now, This was posted on 4chan. I don't know if it's true or not, but – it strikes me as true, especially when combined with that previous story I just showed you. This says this, I'm a meta insider working on Project Lazarus. We're building an AI that can take over a deceased person's social media accounts and continue making relevant posts as if that person is still alive. This includes age-progressed photos interacting with other people's content and everything else needed so that the person continues on in the digital realm after physical death. We were originally told this would be a service offered to people struggling with the loss of loved ones and people who had missing children. It seemed like a decent idea. Things are getting weird now and I'm having second thoughts about what this is actually going to be used for. The AI is extremely capable of impersonating people. It doesn't take as much initial input as one might think to train the AI how a certain person interacts with the digital world. It's very convincing. An entire island of people could go missing and with little to no downtime, AI could take over their social media and the world wouldn't have a clue that life wasn't just continuing as usual. A lot of the project is becoming compartmentalized. Things have taken a dark turn, it feels like. We've forbidden communication between people working on different projects, something isn't right. I don't know what I should do. I'm not going to post any personal, personally identifiable information, but I'll try to So again, I can't confirm whether this is real or not, but it strikes me as true. It strikes me as real, and it strikes me as terrifying. Uh, your thoughts on, on this, uh, Alex? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, even if this
2: iteration of the metaverse gets canceled, this is what they want. This is the idea that they literally, it sounds crazy, but they're going to say, oh, because of climate change, they basically want you to live into, I mean, move into a pod where they'll basically, you know, intubate you with a tube and feed you, um, you know, through your arm or something. And you'll just like either look at pornography on a screen all day or you won't even be alive. But they want to basically make it like it's vanilla sky. So in this fake artificial world, you can be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You could be. Alex Jones is co-host on InfoWars. You can literally do whatever you want. I mean, you could be the president of, you know, Abu Dhabi. I don't even know if they have a president, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying you can literally you can be a, a whatever a cat. You could be a uh, you could be a furry. You could you could have a fursona as they call that Harrison. Did you know that these furries they have a fursona? So I'm just saying we live in a very weird world where people are basically would rather have, you know, almost digital sex than real sex and uh, it's kind of scary. I, I think we need to go back to um, they say, well, get off your computer and go touch some grass. But well, we literally need to do that because you, you see all these ideas of these 15 minute cities. That's the start. It's like, first they move us in a 15 minute city where everything is, you know, 15 minute walk or public transportation right away. And then, then you don't have a car and then all of a sudden you're stuck at your house and then it's easier to lock us down. So like, this all sounds dystopic and it's probably not going to necessarily happen like in our lifetime uh, where they'll have the technology where it'll be that smooth. But I mean, it could, I don't know. I mean, technology is progressing so fast. They probably, you know uh, want to get it out there so there's going to have all these failed iterations like they had with this metaverse but sadly there's going to be people that line up to go have their consciousness uploaded to a computer if that is a possibility because the world is so terrible and that's kind of the idea is they basically want to destabilize the world they want to make you feel that you're just you know some sort of a cosmic accident that evolved from pond scum and that your life doesn't really matter and that you should abort your baby and that's more important for the climate more important to kill your baby than it is to uh, you know, hurt the environment and put a hole in the ozone layer, quote unquote. And I don't even think they say that that's what's causing uh, climate change anymore. I mean, I remember when I was in college, that's what they told us. They said because of all the aerosols. That, you know, there's a hole in the ozone layer. And that's why things are getting hotter yet. None of those uh, ice caps in Antarctica uh, have melted yet. So it's just all a joke. It's all a lie to basically make you kill yourself. And if you think I'm kidding, then why is assisted suicide so popular in Canada? Why are they telling their citizens that have, like, simple hip injuries that, oh, it'd probably be better if you just killed yourself? So that's literally what's going to happen. If you are a leech to the system or you don't vote for their party, they're probably going to encourage you to either – Plug yourself into a your computer, which is suicide as well, because as soon as you plug into that computer, you're dead. Or they're going to just, you know, not even give you the computer. They're not even give you the, you know, rope-a-dope. They're just going to say, hey, you know what? Life sucks. Life mm. sucks. Here's a needle. Here's lethal injection. That sounds fun. So, you know, that's, a re- that's the weird reality that's actually happening with assisted suicide, you can look it up and it's very scary.
4: No, yeah, ma- made, uh, especially in um, in Canada, There, it's like people that are just like, I can't afford my rent. And the doctor's just like, maybe you should die then. Maybe you should just die and we'll sell your house to a Chinese millionaire and then the world is saved. I mean, y- you know, it's one of those things that like, I get why people think conspiracy theorists are crazy because just in that last two minutes, like you went across the board there, right? You went from, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, assisted suicide <laughs> to, to transhumanism to, you know, furries to, but it is all connected. Like it is all part of the same push. And I think, like, understanding and expressing that and then expressing that the opposite is what is natural, what is real, what is tangible, what is, uh, y- you know, able to be felt, your your family, your friends, uh, the real world. Like, that's what we need to cling on to for all it's worth. Uh, and, and, beat back these people that are trying to tell us that none of it matters and that uh, whether you're alive or dead a bunch of zeros on the screen is it's basically your soul I mean it's such a despicable view but it's like the overwhelming dominant view these days and it's and it's horrifying is there even a way to like if you've got somebody who's like well I'm just gonna go commit suicide because you know climate I'm gonna abort my child I'm never gonna have children because I want to save the earth I'm gonna block out the sun to save the earth. I mean, is there any way to break through to those people? Like, what do we do about this?
2: Well, I mean, they're literally – that's uh, Bill Gates' idea is to put aluminum in the atmosphere to block out the sun. So that sounds insane. Us conspiracy theorists are insane. But literally, that's uh, uh, a plan, and, and they're actually doing it. But the, this is the kind of weird reality in which we live in that it's it's almost – uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost inevitable though, Harrison, because we, we, you know, I, I hate to admit that, but this is what I want to try to uh, get. This is the message I want to get to the listeners right now though. This is why it's so important to not be a Rothschild slave to the system. And it's, uh, we all have to have a job. We should all work. We all got to pay our bills. But life is like what you said. It's about creating something. It's about doing something we're passionate about. So I just encourage people, whether whatever your hobby is, whether it's playing sports, exercise, you know, being with your family, creating a podcast, creating art, creating anything, doing stand-up, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying that is what's important in life is actually creating and, and being themselves and not just being a debt slave, not just being a slave to the system because that's the sad reality, Harrison, and you know this. I have so many friends that have kids that have no idea who Klaus Schwab is. They don't even know who the World Economic Forum is. And I don't even want to get into the woods about it because it's, I don't really want to uh, unplug them from the matrix and say, oh, here's your red pill. So these people, you know, it's, it's just it's really hard to kind of, you know, I don't really necessarily want to wake them up, but that's a reality in which we live in that most people are just a slave to the system, sadly, because the system is so strong. And, and people like my mother, who was just doing what her doctor told her, I mean, listening, following the the protocols that she thought would be best for her. And the system killed my mother. So i mean, the system is killing people left and right every day. And that sounds old, oh, simple conspiracy theories. We're not. It's like, it's just a very sad, sad reality. And I don't know how we, we fix it. I don't have all the solutions. I don't know how I beat the military industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, uh, Silicon Valley. I mean, these people already have all their tentacles. It, it, you know, th- they are the octopus, and I'm just trying to get this octopus off me, and it's very <laughs> difficult,
4: and I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah it's, like, uh, yeah, it's like a hydra, right? You, you chop off one head and, t- and two more appear. It seems like an overwhelming uh, thing. But you know, I, I really do think it's an information war, and I really do think that like, when when people realize what's going on, when they can really be shown clearly in an effective and convincing way what the reality is, they'll stand up. They'll reject it. We're seeing the awakening. You're a huge part of that. Comedy is a huge part of that. It is the sugar that helps the medicine go down because you're right. People don't want to be red pill. They don't want to swallow that medicine. So sometimes you got to coat it in a little bit of comedy uh, just to break through that that barrier they have protecting themselves from reality. Uh, you do a fantastic job of that. Again, Stein 99 on Twitter. BlazeTV.com is the website where you can find his new sh- his new show primetime with alex stein it's on blaze tv it's hilarious enlightening and all the other great things you've come to expect from alex stein Thanks so much for being with us alex i'll have to have you on again uh, very soon keep up the great work sir
2: and live tuesday this tuesday on youtube please watch the show i love you guys thank you with all the info warriors out there i love you harrison thank you guys you put me on the map couldn't have done it without you and the crew so thank you guys so much for all the hard work you're doing in this information war so god bless you guys
4: oh we just we just love seeing it we're we're the launching pad you're the rocket going into space which i which i'm told on uh very reliable uh, it's not real uh space is not real it's uh <laughs> fake and i'm sure you're checking that out from your blimp the pimp on a blimp alex stein primetime 99 thanks so much for being with us folks stay tuned we're going to come back in the second hour with sovereign Bra. his name's chase that's all i know about him although you've probably seen him if you've been on twitter in the last few months you might not know who he is but you will when we talk to him don't go anywhere folks it's the american journal infowars.com infowars Store.com. Support us there.
5: Humanity is in a fight for its very life, and Infowars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help, and I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfowarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth finally sold out for over two years. Back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart your cardiovascular critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil Super Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month I got a little busy so I didn't sign the books, we didn't have them for sale but now I signed the last books, you can get them right now.